This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. This is a special, special day. <laughs> I've got uh, Bobby and Larry on. Of course, everybody knows who they always are, the stewards. And, and little Janny's here. And you guys have been married 59 years. That doesn't, it doesn't compute. Because Bobby looks so young and, and uh it's, it's it's amazing that you don't even look like you're 59, Bobby. That doesn't make any <laughs> in sense. In Kentucky, you could marry when you're 12. 12. Yeah. So that's the reason. Yeah. So we what did y'all do last night? Went out to Chop House. Our our lovely daughter mm-hmm. carried us out for our anniversary. Very attractive. Very bright. She takes after her mother. Yes, she does. And uh, no, she's like you in a lot of ways. I wish you wouldn't say that. Too many people <laughs> may be listed. Yeah, uh, but we had a great anniversary dinner. Oh. We would have called it supper, but it was—they called it dinner. Well, it's a special occasion, so it's it was, a dinner. It was, you know, starting 60 years today. That doesn't make any sense. It just don't seem possible, does it? But you're right. You guys were young. We were. Yeah. We were. I, I was—I uh, bloomed late in life. I know. Uh, uh, but you. You were the kind of the star of uh, of your particular county in uh, in Kentucky as, as far as basketball was concerned. Everybody wanted to sign you up, and I think probably a lot of that was the stats that you had, because if if somebody uh, doesn't share the basketball with others, the stats <laughs> go up. I mean, they're just sky high, and it's 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 amazing how many people were wanting. Even Rupp was wanting to sign you up, and you made the best choice in the world. You decided that you were had rather marry Bobby than play for the University of Kentucky, and I think that was probably the best move you ever made. Well, I said this morning at breakfast, 1962, June the 7th, was the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. And it started the worst five weeks of my life because we went to Grand Bay, Alabama to live with kin folks mm-hmm. and work in the summer and make money. Well, that didn't pan out uh, it, it like we wanted it to. Yeah. But in, and then we came to Murfreesboro. So mm-hmm. that was th- that five weeks in, in there was not healthy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we, we stuck it out, came to Murfreesboro. And I told we had never been on pavement in our life. We was raised in the country. 
and uh, we moved in the housing project on January Street, and it was it was in August, so it was about 100 degrees anyway, and that pavement made it about 150, mm -hmm. and and we thought we were going to just actually burn up, but we got used to it, found friends over there, uh, wound up living right beside a boy I played ball against in high school, mm -hmm. which I couldn't stand. But I got we got to be the best of friends after we got here, mm -hmm. and uh, there was there was two boys over there that I played against in high school. So it was uh, we got we got adjusted pretty quick. You would be the best spokesman for Rutherford County of anybody I know. Well, because it's like you just fell into heaven all at one time. I did, I did, and uh, I, it was people asked me why I'm still here. Well, I fell in love with Murfreesboro. Yeah. Uh, plus, Don Moser loaned me some money, and it took me a long time to get it paid back. I couldn't <laughs> leave. So uh, you didn't buy his breakfast. I saw this morning. No, he he should buy mine as much money as I made him at at the bank. Yeah. Interest and stuff, but uh, uh, we see, and that's one reason people like Don Moser, uh, Ed Lyers Senior, mm -hmm. uh, Jack Weatherford, those people. Uh, Dr. Q.M. Smith yep. was the one I dealt with because he had gone, my dad had gone to school with him and knew him. and so he was, was he at president the, at the university at that time? No, he was president of National Bank of Murfreesboro. Oh. He had already been president of the university. He had already been uh, secretary of education, just, just a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But uh, he was uh, president of National Bank of Murfreesboro. And uh, kindly... I guess Ross Billman would say kindly helped Bobby get a job at State Farm, maybe a little bit. And uh, so it was people helped us, and we knew we were in the right place. We had a lot of we had a lot of help. Things just fell into place. Well, you have to have in this uh -huh. day and time. We did. We did. Larry's dad called QM and talked to him, and QM called State Farm, and... What does the Q stand for in that? Quentin. Quentin. Quentin Smith. Yes, That's I didn't think of it. Because they were in school, they were the same age, but when the teacher didn't show up down there in Squeeze Bottom, Tennessee, uh, Quentin taught them. Mm -hmm. And so they were big budget. But uh, Dr. Q.M. Smith was one of the greatest guys that Tennessee has ever had. Yeah. And he was a war veteran, got gassed in the war, mm -hmm. and uh, but uh, great guy. Now, you've raised two great children. I would like to think so. Yeah. Uh, what What is the, um, you had, how many children did you have at Last Cassie's? Uh, uh, probably 20,000 at least. They over still, the, are you talking about over the years? Yeah, over the years. Oh, oh okay. It ain't no teddy. Uh, I, I know uh the last graduating class was 1972 at the high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, we eat at the last Tuesday in every month. And one of them informed me last time, said, did you know that everybody you gave a diploma to at Las Casas High School is now on Medicare? And I never thought about it, but they are, because that bunch is 66. Well, you did a great job over there. And uh, Jan is a perfect example of uh, a marriage that that has lasted so long and has been uh, pretty much shared with with so many people. You, Jan took you out last night to eat. Uh, now Jay has still got 
to take you out somewhere. Well, and then uh, Big well, Willie needs to take you out oh, somewhere. Big Willie. I need to take Big Willie out. Yeah. Big, Big Willie is, is always <laughs> helping somebody else. Yeah. And uh, But the jail, he'll, he does his part from Texas. They they. Sense. I hope he's listening. Uh, oh, well, he he'll will. listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it's he listens to the podcast while he's out on his patio, which is about the size of a postage stamp, <laughs> cooking. And mm. it's been raining so much in Texas, he hadn't been able to do that because the dogs want to go out there with him. And then when they go back in, he has to wipe the feet and everything. So last uh-huh. night he said, I'm just going to cook spaghetti in the house and won't have to clean up the dogs. But it's, he's mad because he can't fish, but it's, and the rain's coming this way out here. So, uh, yeah. It, but yeah, uh, Jay will do his part. He'll he'll come home maybe this summer, and bring that great grandson with him, and uh, we'll we'll go eat somewhere. He usually sent he like he knows we like to eat at Red Lobster. Ooh, I do too. So he I sends lo- us, I love lobster tail. He sends us gift better. certificates to yeah. Red Lobster. All right, uh, I've had uh, Larry on all this time, and <laughs> and uh, you gave me and Larry an order. When you no. came in. <laughs> Folks, I'll see you next time we're on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. But we did have a nice dinner last night, and I overate, mm-hmm. and I feel stuffy today and just from overeating and celebrating. So it. Larry, she told me in the past that you've been a little stuffy every once in a while. <laughs> Sniffy. <laughs> Sniffy. <laughs> All right, it's your show now, Bobby. Anyway, I want to say hello to some loyal listeners. Mm -hmm. Stephanie Doss in Texas. Mindy Fowler, local, calls Miss Sarah Turner this morning and reminded her. Brad Lamb always listens. Jay and Belinda. Andrea and Tyler. Mm -hmm. Tyler Barber. That's her granddaughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She called me and FaceTimed me yesterday and wished me happy anniversary. And thanks to Jan and Terry and their combination of kids, mm-hmm. the, my grandson and his significant other and Terry's daughter and her significant other and one of Terry's kids couldn't come last night. So we enjoyed all of us being together at the Chop House. And if you don't go there and overeat, you're not like me because I definitely overate. And it's nice to be chauffeured around. Yeah. And I ran into Renee Patrick this morning at Walmart. So, mm-hmm. hello, Renee. It was nice to see you. And thanks for helping her find the hairspray. Hairspray, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have remodeled Walmart, and it takes me about six months to learn where everything is. I've well, never been people, in a Walmart. The mm. people who do not know Renee Patrick, go out to Big Willie's and turn around and come back one house, and you'll be at Renee Patrick's hmm. house. So I've been by her house a number of Lee times. Lee and Renee. Yeah. And I think since the last time we've been on the radio, we've had this fiasco of a blowout on John Bragg. And uh, we made it back to our friend's house, mm-hmm. thank God, Gene and Paul oh. Parker. And we pulled up in their driveway, and Paul is about the same age as Larry, and... You know, it, Larry can't get down and change a tire, and Paul was tired. We couldn't find the spare, couldn't find the jack, couldn't find the lug wrench. Larry never knows when the tire's flat. <laughs> well, I mean, we've never had a flat on my car. Huh. And by the time we got turned around and pulled into their driveway, we didn't realize it at the time, but we had ruined that tire. 
Because mm. later on, Allison at Bud's told us, you know, it was ruined. You needed a new tire. So that's another story. But anyway, this little boy that rents a house next to Paul and Jean. His parents, really. Came out and uh, Paul said, hey, Justin, have you got a floor jack? He said, yeah. He said, bring it down here and change this tire. Now, this child is 16 years old. Mm. And he rolled that down there with the lug wrench, changed the tire, put our spare on that we finally found. And he said, that don't look like it's got enough air in it. So he goes back to his house and gets a tire gauge and an air tank mm-hmm. and comes and blows it up and everything. And he was just the nicest young man. He said he had done this a time or two. And within 10 minutes, he had it changed where we'd been fumbling around for 20 already. So just, I don't, I didn't get the child's last name, but Justin, we so appreciated you because that Thursday it happened. Uh, it was hot mm. and we were parked in the sun. And Jan was working from home, so she came and was prepared to rescue us if need be. And and uh, he put the spare on, and I compensated him because, you know, I appreciated it. Yeah. And then we went to Bud's and found out the tire was ruined. So I said, well, just, they said, they told me I needed a new set of wheels, tires. Did you buy it out of your account or Larry's? Hours. <laughs> no. There you go. Hours. Oh. I wonder if she's going to tell the truth. Yes, hours. Yeah. But anyway, they only had two of the tires I wanted, so they put those on the front mm-hmm. and uh, had to order the two what for the back. What kind of tires did you get? Michelin. Ooh, I love Michelin tires. That's all I put on my car. For the people that's sitting there thinking about those crazy two old people should have AAA. We have AAA, and we could have called them, and they would have been there, but it would, might have been two hours. And we were on the way to pick up Addie, and Addie was worried about what time we was going to get there and everything. Mm-hmm. So thank God for Justin. He was our AAA that day. Yes, yes. And there's not many 16-year-olds that could done what he did with the, with the no. attitude that he had. I yeah. mean, he just he was just he, willing to help. He was going to do it for nothing. And, and we would not have said a word, I'm sure, but Mimi gave him, compensated him, and uh, and he was glad to get it. And uh, he just a, just a great What kid. was he able to buy with that quarter? I don't know. I gave him a penny so he could pay the tax on it. Oh, okay. Uh, But Paul and Gene Parker, they're our friends, and we we had turned around to look at. He had a gator that we wanted to look at and see how he liked it. And when we turned around on John Bragg and one of those little turnarounds things, It, right after we turned around, we could tell we were having a flat. So we had to go up a little ways and come back down to get to their driveway. And it's a shame that it takes an accident like that to get to visit your friends. But yeah. Jean and I sat on the porch while all this was going on and visited. And we used to go to church together. And uh, it was nice, nice to talk to them. Well, you guys have really had a special relationship not only with yourself, but with everybody else. For well, some reason, you're like magnets to other people. Well, they yeah. they enjoy being around. I know that uh, 
Pat Hamlin is listening today because uh, James hope, said that she's yeah, going to be I, upset because Larry was over there I and hope, she didn't get to I see hope, him. I hope James and Pat are feeling well. Yeah, James actually feeling great. Him. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. He's a, he, he's a new person already. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad. He had a whole lot better attitude today than he did the last time I saw him. Yeah. And you could tell that he was feeling a lot better. I'm going to let Janie have my headphone and talk to y'all and tell a little bit about the 59 years that they've been married. Well, now, she hadn't lived all of them. You go right ahead. Come on. You go ahead. What do you want me to I want you to tell about how special your mom and dad are. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he'll give it he'll give to oh, anybody well, just yeah. to get off the show. Well, what do you want to talk about? Talk about growing growing up. What what did all, what all did we do growing up? Oh, man. Um, well, lived in the country, so most of the time we were outside with cows, pigs, horses, Goats. Do you remember? Goats. Do you remember what you used to say when we first moved? Well, not when we first moved out there because you weren't born. But later on, when you got in middle school and high school, we lived so far out in the country. Oh yeah, my I used to hate it. My friends will never come to see me. My friends were so far away. And uh, she would say, "If you let me meet them at the end of the road, they wouldn't have to deal with you." <laughs> well, that ain't gonna happen, Jenny. <laughs> Well, most of them got tired of dealing with you at school every day, so they yeah. didn't want to deal with you after hours. But Jay's right. friends loved to come out yeah. there because they could get out and explore and oh, yeah. all that stuff. Shoot and, guns. and eventually, Jan's friends did come out. We we grew up with a lot of. How old was Janie when y'all let her start dating? About well, was when she left home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. Uh, 16, 16 probably was the magic number. Because the once vehicle. they get a car, you know, oh, you yeah. kind of lose them. Yeah. Their well, area of control, your area of control, widens out. And sometimes it just disappears. Huh? When did y'all first become dumb? See, my parents, I think we were probably about... 16 or 17. You know you don't have a microphone, though. Oh, I know. It takes, yeah, it it, it takes a while for it to realize that your parents are very valuable to you, very smart, but they're, in the teen years, your parents are dumb as a rock and uh, have to be led around, you know. Don't want to ride to school with you, you know, stuff like that. I've noticed that, you know, when this uh, pandemic started, uh, she was taking care of y'all every day. I know. I mean, she had to be a nuisance. I was trying to keep them tied down because they wanted to go everywhere. And I wanted to kind of protect them. They think they're invincible. Well, she, uh, she, okay, I'm, I'm I'll sorry. I'll tell you this. The first vehicle <laughs> Jay, we ever got for Jane, Jay was in school in Atlanta. And Lynn Hollinsworth, that's Peggy's husband, at the bank, he found a, a Ford little Ford Ranger truck, and I bought it for Jay, and he drove it back and forth to Atlanta. Never had a problem. One weekend he came home, and I said, we need to get to do something. That truck's getting old. So I bought him another truck, gave that one to Jane. The old one that was breaking down. Yeah. She tore the clutch out of it before she got to, jo to jo uh, the end of the rope. That's a mile. And so we knew we was in trouble. I love that truck. It had loud had, muffles had on it. Had straight pipes on it. <laughs> it was loud. I loved it. 
hear that all over Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. Speaking of former students, uh, I ran into a guy this morning, and you knew him too, Chuck Clark, Clark's Iron and Metal. Yeah. And his son is married to a little girl. They've got a got Chuck a grandson. And I told him this morning we used to babysit with that that little girl. Kylie, who's not so little anymore. Yeah, I know it, but she, her name. <laughs> we'll give her name, Kylie Ford. Trying to, if you and Jan will let oh. me. Her name. It's Kylie Ford, and her middle name is Devin. And when we kept her, we'd say, I thought her last name was Davenport for years. I'd say, what's your name, little girl? She'd say, Kylie Davenport. And so I told him that. And, and they've got, she, she's got a, a, a Chuck a grandson, and he's just tickled to death. Is, he, is, is, is that, uh, Clark, uh, is this medals, is that still open over there? Yeah, his boy runs it. Oh, okay. This boy yeah. that's married to Kylie runs well, I was it. thinking that he wasn't there. No, nah, he, he turned it over to the to the boys. Yeah. You know, that's, that's been a very successful business his, over here. His daddy, you know, when I remember LDAG talking about when he worked for Tommy Cole, they had rags that they'd wipe their hand to work on him motors. Mm -hmm. And so he'd go down to Clark's and uh, uh, Clark's Iron, and he would buy rags from Mr. Clark. And he thought, give him a dime, dime a piece or something. L.D. thought he'd make a fortune, so he went home, cut up a bunch of shirts and stuff, made rags, carried them down there, and Mr. Clark gave him about a half a cent a piece for them. But that's why that's how you make money, buy cheap and sell high. Was L.D. one of your first big friend, uh, friends or close friends here? He LDAG? was, oh, how, yeah. How did you first get to meet him? Well, when he worked for Tommy Cole, he would come over and he would marriage he would sell tennis shoes to the basketball team at Middle Tennessee. And uh, so that's how I got to know him. And then when he, in 64, when I started at Last Cassis, he opened up his own sporting goods mm -hmm. shop. And so he he was still, he was selling high school tennis shoes then. And uh, I, I got to know him, got to hanging out up there at the store on Maple Street. And... Uh, He's uh, he's the one that found us our place out in the country where we live now. Of course, his sister lived right on down the road, and his mother lived right down the road. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, he was he was the, my closest friend after I got to Murfreesboro. Yeah. And uh, was until 2010 when he died. You're a little bit away from where you stayed most of the time in Las Cassis because. Well, you had a, a large group of friends right there in that area, and a lot of people that uh, you had in school stayed in Las Cassis. Well, I was surprised you uh, moved over in the Kittrell community. Well, when we were looking to get out of town, uh, you know, it was cheaper out that way than it was out Las Cassis way. And then those people in Las Cassis weren't selling land or houses or stuff back then. It's mm -hmm. just like you said. Kids stayed there, got out of high school, went to college, stayed there. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, we, uh, it wasn't all that far. Jan and Jay and I, we made it uh, in old cars that we had, old Volkswagen, old truck stuff. But uh, it was, I, I've got a lot of kids at last cases. Yeah. But, Speaking of LD. Yeah. Did you know that when mom had me and Jay at the hospital, on the way home, that was our first stop, AG Sporting Goods. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it was. That yeah, was, I was they, <laughs> did, did, did they give you a glove and a bat, or what was the deal? He would give them anything they wanted, I'll put it that way. Work, give them a job, 
They both were. I'm spoiled. surprised they're not spoiled. Uh, well, but, I am but too. neither one of them are spoiled. I am too. Well, their mama kept a pretty tight rein on. Yeah. Well. Well, they were involved in a lot of sports: t-ball, basketball, baseball, football, whatever. And I said, "Now listen." Did Jay play football? Oh. Jay did. Are you athletic like your daddy? Yes. She could have been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she she's always been someone who, in sports, could go to the very top. She uh, she played for Ben Gates. Uh, one of one of many, many, many that played for Ben Gates, and still admire him so much. He was such a great guy. In, I don't know how Kentucky was, but in Murfreesboro in Rutherford County, uh, people take care of you here. Uh, it, 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 when you have friends, you have real friends yeah. when, when you come here. Well, and, sports, and, uh, sports kept me probably out of the penitentiary and got me into college because I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to go to college on my own. My mom and daddy couldn't afford it, and I didn't want them to have to pay for it. So I started at about the seventh grade just really working hard at basketball, outside goal and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I would be in the gym practicing ball when the other boys would be out, you know, getting into mischief. Mm -hmm. And for, if I hadn't been practicing ball, I'd have been right with them. So, and then I go to, I go to junior college, which was the best decision I ever made. And, uh, but that was to get ready to go to Kentucky. But uh, uh, one of my first roommate uh, passed away last week. Mm. And uh, I, he was just like a brother to me. And then he got married. And then the next year I roomed with the boy from Arkansas. And uh, he, we're still close. But it was, it was a great time at junior college. It was more like a high school. It was just wasn't many kids there. You could, uh, you could live and say, Tupelo or Pontotoc yeah. or somewhere, and ride a school bus. Somebody had a school bus, and they'd go by and pick pick them up. Not at your house, but you had to go and come to Etowah Junior College, take a full load for seventy five dollars a month. Oh, that was wow. in nineteen sixty. Now, and uh, uh, let's take a quick break. I bet we better. <laughs> e either that, or there's something going on here. Uh, it's not my phone. All right, we'll be right back. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. All right, guys, this is Scott. 
I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, lack of motivation and drive, have noticed a weight gain or a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. It all starts with a quick and easy health assessment, and it's covered by most health insurance. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men, and they now offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. To schedule your health assessment, go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. New data shows that Tennessee, one of only six states that has vaccinated less than half of its adult population. State health officials say vaccination rates in the volunteer state began falling in April, a decline that has continued. In Nashville, health officials say 48% of the city's population has received its first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Around the state, vaccination rates are lower than Nashville's rate. And Rutherford County Anglos will head out across the state this Saturday when the state holds its annual free fishing day when anyone can fish for free without a license in any of Tennessee's public waters. The Professional Women's Bowling Association Greater Nashville Open will take place at the Smyrna Bowling Center in Smyrna. The event will be held June 10th through the 12th. There are several local players competing in the PWBA Greater Nashville Open, including three-time tour champion Josie Barnes of Hermitage. Other local players include Rachel Newcomb of Smyrna and Sarah Sains of Murfreesboro. Spectators will be allowed at the PWBA Greater Nashville Open. To learn more about the capacity and cost, contact the Smyrna Bowling Center. The Murfreesboro Police Department School Resource Officer Program will hold two Rad Kids summer camps, July 26th through 30th at Case and Lane Academy and John Pittard Elementary from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Activities include a bully prevention program, preventing and stopping predator tricks, including physical resistance strategies against abduction, internet safety, homeschool, and out and about, plus other fun activities. The personal empowerment safety education camps are free, open to children ages 8 through 12, only 20 students per camp. Registration details on WGNSRadio.com. News on demand 24-7 at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. This summer, take a trip to where it's hot, 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 and find yourself on white hot sands beneath a flaming hot sun, enjoying a blazing hot summer. Or if that's not an option, take the white hot, blazing hot, or flaming hot fun of summer wherever summer takes you with new June Instant Games only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Cash could do you right. Quick cash could do you right. You could win some cash in an instant. You could win it later that night. Fun now, fun later. Add quick cash to a drawing game. Like Lotto America, Cash for Life, and even Tennessee Cash. Add quick cash to any of them, and you can win cash in a flash. Today's the day to play quick cash from the Tennessee Lottery. It's game changing fun. Now please play responsibly. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see if you scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies high in the mid-80s. Winds out of the southwest around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 75. Five. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Bobby and Larry Stewart. And y'all forgot, you were going to mention somebody's yes. other. Our and, children's, well, okay. our children's godmother mm-hmm. will be 80 on June the 24th. 90. 90. 90. I'm sorry. I'm the one that's going to be 80. She just looks 80. She's 10 years older than I am, and uh-huh. I get us mixed up sometimes. Miss Sarah Turner would yes. be her name. Yes, I called her this morning. Oh, she's such a sweet lady. She yes, is. she is. She, she is. is. She is. And she, my, uh, she was assistant principal last case and assistant <laughs> coach. Well, she was assistant coach for about five minutes. Yeah. Her and, and Miss Bobby Stewart. And yeah. She was assistant principal for a Is that when time. they fired you? No, no, that, that before that. That was before I fired myself. Now, yeah. let's get that straight. Uh, they, they thought was that, that an emotional problem? I mean, did that was that kind of a downer for you no, having to no. fire it yourself? It was pretty obvious that it needed to be done. And, uh, you know, that's, you, you've been there. You've done that. You know, you hadn't fired yourself. I never fired myself, I know, though. but you never did do a bad enough job to get fired, I guess. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I, I tried for 36 years to do a bad enough job where they just let me go home and pay me uh-huh. like they do these, and I never could. You were, you were probably the most unusual principal, and I've known a lot of unusual principals in Rutherford County. You handled it... Uh, a lot different than most other people would. I think you, you had a lot of common sense in al- almost every day that you were at, at Las Casas. Well, I hope I did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I talked while I was principal. Most mm-hmm. of them didn't do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, there were things that needed to be taught, and the teachers, uh, like uh, the business teacher, had we had six periods in a day. She had seven classes to teach. Mm-hmm. Well, she, that, she couldn't do that. So I taught one of them. It wasn't typing or shorthand or anything. It was general business, but I taught that one. I taught American history. I taught economics. It's just whatever, whatever was left over. You need to be on that national committee in Washington where uh, 
you, you could give a different viewpoint of what needs to be taught and how it's taught in the classroom. We've gone so far away from the times that we were in school and, and you know, you had the PTAs, the moms and the dads were very interested in what was happening with their child and what was being taught. It, it's, it's gone completely away from that. Yes, and, you know, when we were kids, the PTA did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. They supported the school and didn't try to run it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had to go to every meeting because Mama had to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of us boys that had mamas that were teaching, we'd, we'd play kick the can while, we, while the oh, meeting was going that. on. Yeah. You, know, you played that before. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was just, you know, we did what we had to do. They did what they had to do, and uh, we learned. And, you know, I don't remember ever having a teacher that had a college degree until I got to high school and started taking agriculture. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that didn't make them any better, worse teachers. They were all good teachers. And But they painted a different uh, picture of our country back when you and I were going to school than what's going on right now. And you can see the difference in how uh, younger people react to certain things as oh, yeah. far as uh, what's happening with our country, the the patriotism and uh, all of those things. It, it, uh, we, we would actually fight over who would be able to raise the flag sure in the morning at the school and all those things. It was a big honor. Yeah, it was. At last Cassidy School to get to raise and lower the flag. Yeah. And, or, uh, or to lead the play, Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, yeah. We had, Sometimes you know, we were chosen to lead the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, and mm -hmm. and that was an honor, too. To See, get, that meant that you had to memorize it, Yeah. And which everybody did. And then before you went to lunch... You had to, somebody said the blessing, usually mm -hmm. the teacher. And uh, you might not behave any other time during school, but you will behave during the Pledge of Allegiance and during the blessing. Yeah. And uh, I know when uh, Lamar Alexander, one of the best governors we ever had for education, uh, he stayed, started the moment of silence mm -hmm. before every school. And I had, of course, people were trying to find fault with it. Uh, the newspaper called me and said, what do you think about the moment of silence? I said, I'm all for it. They said, why? And I said, because for one minute, there's nobody at Last Case of School misbehaving. For that minute, nobody's misbehaving. And I said, that's got to be good. And they, they left me alone from then on because that wasn't the answer they wanted, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but uh, that was before Dan Whittle. Whittle was, Whittle was good about uh, writing the truth. Yeah. And uh, if you said something to Dan Whittle, that's the way it got in the paper. He did. It didn't change around. If you said, no, no, uh, Dan, this is what I think, then that's what was in the paper. Some yeah. of them nowadays, they'll say, well, what you meant to say, well, no, I said what I meant to say. I miss, I miss Dan. Oh, I do too. And I miss our local paper because of all the the misspelled words, Jim Simpson was pointing out something the other day that was misspelled. They meant to say, it's misguided. and this was a headline, they meant to say silver linings, and mm -hmm. they said sliver linings. Now, this well, maybe was that's the what headline they meant in to a paragraph. News. Could spell check not catch that? Spell check might have changed it from silver to sliver. But... 
Oh, yes. And our anniversary yesterday just happened to fall on my sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. She's four years younger than I am. Happy birthday yesterday, Francis. Her husband is the one that's kind of down down sick right now. Yeah. We're praying for him. Yeah. That, uh, well, we're having, I guess you'd call it an Archie reunion. It, an Archie reunion? That's because she was an Archie. Follow uh-huh. me here now. Because she's whining and moaning because we hadn't gone home for Thanksgiving for like three years. Because it wasn't my fault. I really wanted to go. But <laughs> she has had hip surgery, heart attacks, and all of this stuff. So and she's, the pandemic. She's decided she wants to see her sisters who she talks to And brothers. Day, and brothers. brothers. Well, we saw your brother this last weekend. But yeah, I know. We're well, going up there. You, at breakfast, you were talking about, I hope that we can go up there real soon. Well, thank you. You would love to spend a lot of time up there. That's what I told him. I said, I wish you could go with me, Truman, but yeah. I know you can't. Oh, I would love to go <laughs> with you. Would. Well, but I'm, 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 I'm tied down right now. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Been told that I can't find me an easy chair to take a nap. I got to stay awake the whole time. But she's dragging Jan and Tyler and Sidney and Terry with us, so that'll, that, that'll help buffer a little bit. Well, they are chauffeuring us. We're all mm-hmm. going to ride together, and I'm so excited. Does, wow. he, does he get to take part in the conversations when you get up there? That'll be with your I family. Told, uh, the only thing I said was, don't rush me. Uh-huh. I want to spend some time with my siblings because I am the matriarch of our group right yeah. now. And after my heart attack and everything, uh, you know, family. But your health is a horse now. Why, yeah, but you can't tell her that. She's got, she, she's changed. She thinks she's well, going to have another you heart know, attack. You know, once you have a heart attack, you your days are numbered because. No, you're healthier. That's right. No, um, they, they've corrected everything. I've, I've got, I've still got problems with my heart. Well, I've got angina. So you know, and 18, I had hip surgery. 19, we were packed and ready to go for Thanksgiving, and we he woke up with a virus. And he said, just give me a minute. I think I'll be okay and we'll go. No, it didn't work out that way. So the next, I called him and said, we can't come. We've got a 24-hour bug or something. The next mm-hmm. day, I got sick. It was, uh, instead of being 24-hour bug, I think it was 48 hours. Because it was, I didn't feel good until Monday. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And then, of course, the pandemic was the next day. I mean, the next year so. It's been three years since I've been home, and I'm anxious to see everybody. Oh, I can see that. And and you're going to drag him along with you? No, no he's I... welcome to go, but I just said don't rush me when oh. we get up there. But after this reunion, we're going to ease on up into Illinois. Oh, what's in Illinois? Well, uh, I didn't know. I'll put it this way. She'll be dragging me off. I'll get to talking to one of the brother-in-laws, you know, and be having a good time, and then she'll drag me off. Hmm. Well, we all have our different likes uh, and dislikes. I, I, I mean, we do. I know we do. That's, uh, usually it's it's a it's a, um, a man and woman thing. Yeah. You know, they, they like certain things, and we like certain things. That June the 26th just happens to be 
the 79th birthday of my best friend in Kentucky. I grew up right across the road from him. Yeah. We went to school, and I was telling y'all at breakfast, he is the only child to ever go to preschool in Hickman County, Kentucky in the in the 40s because he lived right across from a one-room schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. And the year before we started, when my mother would bring the kids out for recess, Jim would walk across the road and play with them. Hmm. And then when she had to go back in the school, Jim would go back across the road. So he had preschool, but it was just recess. Yeah. But he, he's a better person for it, I'm sure. You know, when you talk about what ladies like, men like, I can remember when we would, uh, uh, there, there would be football games. Uh, when we go to Jackie's mama and daddy's house, or at least our bunch would turn the football games on, and after the Thanksgiving dinner, you know, you get kind of sleepy and yeah. those type of things. Yeah. The ladies would be in there cleaning up the kitchen and talking and yakking about all the things. And we would be in on the floor just snoring away, mm-hmm. supposedly watching the game. Now, that's the difference. I mean, men, men are just... Best sleep it ever was. It is the best sleep but it ever was. the arches was. are not... Sports fight. Wait, wait a minute now, Archie's. They made a comic book out of it for no, you guys. Was the first guy, boy's first name was Archie, but it could have been about yeah, an yeah, Archie the, band yeah, the Ar- yeah. It, it's yeah. it's spelled wrong. Archie and Jughead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's what you got right here. Archie. <laughs> I've never heard. Ar- I've never heard Archie as a. Uh, as uh, the name of a, a family, never. Well, somewhere when we migrated over here during, I guess it was the Great P- Potato Famine or something, our our people from came Ireland over, came over, mm-hmm. and uh, when they first came over, we were archers, mm-hmm. and then somewhere in the history, it got changed to Archie, because we've got a relative named George Archer. And many moons ago, and we did uh, research, got got pretty far down. So, you guys shot bow and arrows, probably the archers. <laughs> but anyway, I'm an Archie, A R C H Y. I changed A R C H E Y. 1962, I changed all that. Yes, Stewart is more oh, of yeah, a, sure. a family yeah. name. Yeah. You traveled all over the. The country, haven't you? Has there ever been any place that you have been with all the places that you've gone to that was anything like this area here? Of course, you were never there long enough to no, even <laughs> have friends or whatever. Uh, there were there were some places where... Now, I love down in Louisiana where my brother was born, Natchitoches, mm-hmm. Louisiana. I love that area. I was old enough to, I think I was 12 or 13, 12, I think, when he was born. That's kind of like a swampy area, isn't it? Not where we were. Now, this is not Nacogdoches. This is Nacogdoches, N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S. What's the closest larger city? (laughs) Oh, gosh, I can't remember. He was born in in 53. So, hmm. and I was born in 41. Can you speak Cajun? So I would have been, no. But, you know, we weren't there long enough to pick up the different dialects. Mm-hmm. 
and you wonder how these die. I love to hear Cajuns talk. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear them talk because we watched that show about gators and everything. But it's just... You uh, know, uh, Craig Snell's wife, Janice, she's Cajun. And uh, when she first came here, uh, and uh, Craig married her and brought her here to Middle Tennessee, uh, she had an interesting way of relating back, like a a bulldozer is a bulldozer, and (laughs) and all of these different uh, terms that that she had. I love to listen to the Cajuns talk. Jimmy C. Newman, oh, my goodness. When when he would start talking uh, just strictly Cajun language, I'd never know what he was talking about. It was just unbelievable. Well, a lot of it is based from French. Yeah. Because French, French Canadian kind of yeah. Yes, they migrated down to Louisiana, and uh, so it's it's interesting. When and Jimmy's... I loved I loved living in New Mexico. Oh I really? Loved, even with the sand and everything, I like that area out there. She's, oh, she still likes. I love that about her because she's he'll sit in the recliner all day, but you say, let's go here, let's go there, she's all in. She let me take her to Los Angeles one summer and loved it. Mm-hmm. No. I got to go to the bathroom. You got to go where? I got to go to the bathroom, Truman. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're letting everybody know that. I mean, you, you were leaving. And, uh, I'm going to turn it over. You're trading up, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's Jan. one thing I love about the show with you guys. I mean, it, it, it's just so laid back, and it's like being at home in the, in the den or the living room. It, I it's know. Special. We, loved, we loved having Ben Cates over. We would talk, tell stories, and he would laugh. And he said, time and time again, y'all need your own reality show. And I said, well, if we had it, we wouldn't know what to say. We'd sit there like two dumb bunnies and not say anything. (laughs) But anyway, tell him about our trip to California. How old were you when I took you to Los Angeles? I don't know. I don't know. It's been, what, six? Oh, it's been longer than that. Seven, eight. It was probably 2009. Okay. Something like that. But I was going to L.A., and I said, you should go with me. And Mm -hmm. so she did. And we probably went to 40 landmark destinations in three days. (laughs) And this was just a, what, a long weekend? We Uh flew out on Thursday. All the way to L.A.? Okay. You yep. missed out on a lot of beautiful places. Mm-hmm. Well, Best way to go to uh, the, out in the deep west is, is to go in a car. Yeah. Or, or especially if a well, motorhome or something like that. That's another story. I after, didn't have that much time finishes. off work, but we went to. We went so to Griffith places. Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I could have stayed there all day. Mm-hmm. We went to down Hollywood Boulevard. Been there. Went to Muscle Beach. Muscle yeah, Beach. Yeah, been there. <laughs> uh, went to, oh. The Playboy Mansion. <laughs> yes, the Playboy Mansion. Talked to a rock. <laughs> oh, no, y'all weren't uh, asked to for, you know, y'all didn't apply for any jobs there. No. Were. Nope. Right. No. Okay, no. that's good. And then we went to Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. That was that was a trip. Yeah. Yeah, because they charge you if you're going to make your picture with them. Mm-hmm. And we've had our picture made with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and we gave him a dollar and he said 
Mickey said, what about Minnie? Give her a dollar. We had to give them another dollar. And then Hollywood Boulevard was like that, yeah. too. They had characters dressed up, and and you could have your picture made, but it cost you a dollar. Nothing was free. Now, Muscle Beach, what what kind of uh, swimsuits did y'all wear at Muscle uh, Beach? We didn't. <laughs> oh, you but didn't? you know, we, which pier was it, Jan, where... Uh, at sunset, this guy came out with his trumpet, and he mm -hmm. stood in water like to up to his ankles, mm -hmm. and he played the trumpet as the sunset, and it was beautiful. It wasn't taps, was it? No, no. I don't know what he played, but uh -huh. it was beautiful, and we made a picture of the sunset with us sitting on the rocks and everything. Santa Monica Pier, and what was the name of the uh, Muscle Beach? It had a name. I don't I don't either, but there was all kinds of guys out there oiled up and exercising and all that stuff, and it was a great place to visit, but I could not live there. I, not enough grass. You have to be quite a bit nutty to live in California. Well, you no. really would. Now, it, it, it was nice for up-and-coming young mm. people because, I mean, there were nightclubs and bars and walking places to businesses and a lot of people didn't have they cars. build houses on property that's not going to stay there long i know i was up in in the hills over there in in hollywood and, and a friend of mine had invited jackie and i to come up and he took us outside and showed us his uh swimming pool beautiful swimming pool but half of it was sitting out over nothing they had big uh, steel poles out there holding that swimming pool up. And you, you, every once in a while we see something happening in California where there's a big mud slide mm -hmm. and all those things going on. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just um, it's another world. I it's mean, a, it, it's, it's not it's, worlds it's like we know it. It's a place to visit. We saw the hotel down on Hollywood Boulevard, and I can't remember the name of it, where the very first Oscar ceremony was held. Mm -hmm. Roosevelt? Maybe. Jan, do you remember? I'm looking at the list of places we went. Okay. Just... Roosevelt Hotel, I think, mm -hmm. down on Hollywood Boulevard is the very first place. Where, and we got to walk around in it, yeah. you know. And. Uh, but see, you miss Monument Valley and all well, those great places on the a, way we, over there. The car she was using was a little bitty convertible rental convertible and we were stuffed in there and so we saw places that were close mm -hmm. that we could cover on a long weekend mm -hmm. so in 2012 2012 okay but you know uh, things like disney world and all that or we or, didn't we just see didn't I, I don't like those things i really don't i like the, the things that you guys went to that were um you know, they're fun places, and, and, and you don't get to wait in line for two hours or three well, hours. Well, you know, I was kind of not starstruck when we were walking down that street across from Muscle Beach and everything. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the name of the street was, but there were marijuana stalls there selling medicinal marijuana. Yeah, sure. And these kids would come out wearing lab coats mm -hmm. like they were doctors mm -hmm. and trying to sell us stuff like that. They were selling corn on the cob in a vendor's cart, mm -hmm. and you could get it with just butter or 
garlic salt on it and uh whew, it we just we saw some some sights that made her eyes bug out little well, country girls you know john brown don't you yes john brown and i were uh, we were up there picking up a prisoner for one of these real bad guys and uh uh, we we were just kind of riding around looking at, at the sights, and it's the first time we had ever been there. And uh, and a couple of ladies, we we stopped at a stoplight, and a couple of ladies came over, dressed kind of scantily, and uh, they walked up to the car and they looked inside at us, and then they went running back. <laughs> I wonder why. And I told John Brown. There's no way that you can hide being a law enforcement officer. There is no way whatsoever. I don't really think that was a reason. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, Give me a break, big boy. I enjoyed that trip, but I have no desire to go back. None. No, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of California anyway, but they do have some amazing sites that you won't see anywhere right, else right. there and, but the and so but, does but so the does place is just gone down yeah. uh california has and yeah. and it's amazing how many people from california are moving here and uh, we went to took the seniors to new york on we saw the world's fair up there mm -hmm. and that was something to see I've got pictures in an album somewhere of all the displays and everything. That was something to see, but I, I don't have no desire to go back. I would like to go and just see. Jan says out in Colorado, they've mm -hmm. got some magnificent views. Yeah. I, would Hoover, like, hey, I would like to go out there. Hoover Dam is one place you need to go. Now, they shut We've that down there. when Jackie and I... Uh, uh, were out there, and we were going through all those amazing sites, like uh, the, all the film places where John Wayne uh, Monument Valley and places like that. But Hoover Dam, it was such an interesting place because all of the beautiful blue water all around it and we the machinery that. that's in there, uh, Lake Mead and, and those type places. We even took a... Uh, uh, a train, an old, old train, and we rode it to uh, uh, up in the Grand Canyon and places like that. It, it's one of those places you want to just see once in, in your life because yeah. you've heard about it well, all we your took, life. We took a road trip out there in 91 or 92. 91, 90, 1990. 90. We took a road trip out there. Mm -hmm. Larry and I just, and I kept a, uh, start, I started doing it like Star Trek. I said Star Day 1, Star Day 2, and everything. All the cities where we stayed overnight and everything. And that was a great trip. We, we went all the way to Las Vegas. I did, had no desire to go on to California. Went all the way to Las Vegas on Interstate 40 down south. Yeah. Came back through Denver. And I, Did you stay in Las Vegas long? Too long. So yeah, we stayed that's when it. you couldn't buy any more gas after you stepped well, around. We had a flat tire. We'd have tire. no money to buy any gas. Had a yeah. flat tire in Las Vegas. Yeah. We, the morning mm. we were going to check out. We had no itinerary, but we just happened to stay at the same town that Miss Knight had stayed with her, Miss Knight and Billy, yeah. the year before. Mm -hmm. uh, and we got we get lost, and we happened up on stuff. We got lost in Oklahoma. And next thing we know, we're going in the town that says, welcome to whatever Oklahoma, the, the yeah. home of Mickey Mantle. 
And I thought, well, Truman Jones would love to see this. Yes, sir. And, and then Johnny Bench. Uh, yeah, yeah, Johnny Bench. His hometown we, was we there. Saw we, him. we happened up on the Painted Desert. We happened up on Hoover Dam. But we finally made it. What about close. Petrified Forest? We went. We happened. Wasn't that the most it, it, the ridiculous thing you'd ever yeah. seen in your what life? What is it? What Petrified Forest? All it had was uh, uh, it was wood that had uh, petrified. It, I know, it got but it solid. was amazing. You didn't. Th- no, oh, it, it was, was awful. It wasn't anything like I thought it would be. No, it was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Somebody that we've been leaving out. Say hi to Nikki and Diane Bowen. They're yes. friends of ours. Nick was in the first graduating class. He's another big willy. Mm-hmm. He, he, they kind of take care of us. They go up to the Amish up in, settlement up in Warren County mm-hmm. a lot because they take care of those people. Uh, people that, stuff that we don't even, we take for granted, mm-hmm. they don't have like ice. Mm-hmm. See, they have no electricity and stuff. So we'll go up there with Nick and Diane, and, and Diane will have milk jugs frozen with water. For them, you know, and then she'll always take M and M's or some little candy for the kids, which they never see. You know, we don't think about that stuff, but well, when that white truck some, pulls up, the kids some, come running. She makes yeah. some snack bags, oh, Ziploc wow. bags. It's got pretzels and nuts and M and M's and that's special treats for them. It, it is. is. It and is. Then, it is. They, they work. Those little kids will be picking strawberries. Let's say when we was up there, and when they see that white truck coming. They put their buckets down and they come, but no, they don't stay long. And they don't talk to you because they don't speak English till they start to scoop. And they start working way before they start to scoop, buddy. And, uh, but it's, 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 it's an amazing place to see how those people but make Nikki, it. And they're so different from they us. Are. I mean, they wear the same little uh, uniforms. Made and by their mother. First time I ever saw them was I was selling tickets in Nashville at the Greyhound bus station, and and there was about 20 of them came in. And uh, they weren't conversing with the other people around, and they were pretty much staying. And some of the soldiers would come in and start harassing them, oh, and yeah. we would have to run the soldiers off yeah. because they would not take care of themselves. They would not That's lash out sad. at all not at anybody way. else. And, and they don't <clears throat> have to deal with that in their settlements yeah. because – you know, they just—they're it, amazing people. Yeah, with those little kids when they're little outfits, they're the cutest things oh, you've yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah, and they—you uh, know—I can't hardly walk on carpet. My feet are so bad, but they run around on them rocks up there barefoot and run out there and pick strawberries barefoot and stuff. And it remembers I remind me of when I was a kid. Your mama put the shoes up when school was out. You didn't wear them no more. <laughs> and, of course, you had to wear them again the next year. But, you know, they don't have them. They it's just, good to be around kids that are structured. It is. It is. And uh, they, uh, they're different. But it, it's the way they want to be, and, and I admire them for it. Yeah. But, uh, thanks to Nick and Diane for, for taking care of two old people. Yeah. <laughs> they know the, the way around to all of the different places, and it even though he would say, now you turn right here and everything, if you're coming up here by yourself, I, I, I would be lost. I would we, be lost. But we need to have uh, somebody, y'all uh, could do it, uh, give the directions to a lot of these Amish places because most people have no clue that they're even close here. I was coming to that. Nikki has maps. Uh, there's, a, there's a Mennonite store up there called Four Corners. Mm-hmm. And they sponsored the map, 
and it shows you where all the people are and what they do. It'll have uh, Herman Gendrich produce. It'll have Jacob Gendrich furniture. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and the, if you've got a car with the GPS, you just put in their address and take it takes you right to it, yeah. which we have a car with GPS, but we never use it. We don't know how. But they, I don't know, they, they do more with less than anybody I ever saw. This boy that makes furniture, mm -hmm. you know, he's got saws, he's got planers, he's got lathes, but no electricity. He's got a gasoline engine sitting outside, and he's rigged it up. You know, this one has to run a little faster than that one, so he's got cogs. He must be, he, he has to be an engineer, but, you know, and he makes some of the most beautiful He furniture. doesn't look like he's any, any older than 20, mm. 21 at the most. So how, how do they separate these things they can do and can't do just like they don't drive cars with, with uh, uh, that are run by uh, gasoline but yet they can utilize gasoline for their uh, um, tools and things like that I don't think the gasoline has anything to do with not driving a car mm -hmm. I mean I don't think they could drive them if they're electric uh, I know uh, Nikki carried a little car up there one day that the kids could play in mm -hmm. and asked the guy if he wanted it for his kids and he said yeah but I'll have to take that steering wheel off now, now don't that ask doesn't me. make sense don't, well it don't <laughs> but it does to them yeah and, and they've got a bishop mm -hmm. and uh, they he, the bishop kindly sees to it that they're not doing something they shouldn't do yeah and and you know the things that they are not allowed to do we just take it for granted you know but uh, that's, that's their way of doing it and that's fine with me you know, one of the best movies I've ever seen that, that related to that was The Angel and the Bad Man. Have you I've ever seen that no, one I've with John it. Wayne? Oh, I mean, she's just absolutely precious in that, yeah. uh, his his girlfriend in that one. Just amazing. Say something about uh, our buddy Pansy Carter. Got to yes. be quick. <clears throat> oh, I know. We got to be quick. Mm -hmm. Pansy Carter has had some very extensive uh, surgery in yeah. Nashville and... Uh, She's having a problem recovering. It's a slow recovering process. Yeah. And so they're trying to get her up and walk her up and down the hall. And we just want everybody to be praying for Pansy. Yeah. It, it was a very, very extensive surgery that she had to go through on her stomach for eight hours on her back. Mm -hmm. They operated on her back. She was on her stomach for eight hours. And so... Uh, it's just taken her a long time to recover from the effects of this and to heal. So remember her in your prayers. And Larry Roston, we want to continue to remember Larry and uh, uh, Fred Goodwin. He's he's had some hard times, so yeah. we need to remember Fred also. Yeah. All right, guys, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and um, we did too. I'm glad you made it 59 years. Working on 60. I right never now. thought I'd live that long. Well, 59. I didn't either. If I had, I'd like George Jones, I was taking better care of myself. Oh, Mickey Mantle's the one that said it first. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it if it's any done right, it's done by the Mick, according to Truman Jones. You're exactly right. But to be the second best ball player, baseball player ever, that's pretty good. He's the best. Oh. All right, guys, and, and thank you so much for little Janie. That's, that's 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 part of the blessings that you guys that have received is. there, and, and Jay. Yeah. So um, let's go. Let's go. We'll see you in the morning at nine. Gotta go get Annie.
from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 